Hello there, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. And what a weekend it is shaping up to be. Uh, we finally get to see the all-female card that was supposed to take place uh, a month or so ago. And then, unfortunately, uh, due to the death of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II, it was postponed. But it was postponed until tomorrow night. And uh, Holly Donovan did a great job uh, earlier today. Uh, go on to the TalkAndFight.com website and have a look at uh, what she previewed for those uh, fights. I, I must say it was interesting to watch uh, Clarissa Shields and Savannah Marshall go toe-to-toe -to -toe at their press conference. And, uh, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, neither her, Alicia Baumgartner, nor Michaela Mayer like each other. So it's going to be a, a pretty good tilt. And there's a, there's a huge undercard, like as I said, that Holly Donovan went through and detailed for us. Fantastic stuff by Holly. And I invite you to go visit her show. Um, but elsewhere tomorrow night around the world, there will be other fights taking place. Uh, for example, um, our boy Deontay Wilder, uh, if he gets one shot in the head uh, from Mr. Hellenius, I guarantee you Deontay Wilder is going down like a sack of potatoes. Also on that card is uh, Caleb Plant, uh, so we'll see if he survives as well. Anyway, uh, let's move along to some of the other fights that I wanted to get to because we have talked about uh, the all-female card. We have talked about uh, Deontay Wilder. And uh, let's not talk about Peter McGrail, uh, who delivered a, a chilling big fight prediction uh, when he came face to face with Alexander Espinoza uh, at, at the first time ahead of their uh, pro bellum Liverpool 2 uh, presser. World champion in the making, McGrail headlines a pack card at Eventum Olympia on Saturday night and has vowed to make light work of the hardest fight of his professional career in front of his raucous fans. That coma main event, by the way, sees Jazz Dickens face uh, Larito Diamini for the vacant IBO World Featherweight title. Uh, anyway, confident uh, Diamini uh, told host Ali Drew that he plans to cause a major upset and knock out his rival, which prompted Dickens to ditch the pleasantries and set the South African straight. Uh, big fights for McGrail and Dickens are supported by a host of talented prospects, including Joe McGrail. Uh, Pete's younger brother, and uh, Stephen Cairns. Uh, Super Bantamweight star Peter McGrill said, I don't, uh, I, I see a one-sided fight with me hitting him loads and him not hitting me much at all. I hope his training camp has gone well and good luck to him on Saturday night because he's going to need it. For his part, Alexander Espinosa said, uh, I won't say a round in which this fight will end, but it is all about me, and I'm going to be the winner. I can promise everyone a good fight. For his part, lights out Lerato Diamini said, I think I'm going to stop Jazza in the later rounds. I won't get a decision in his backyard, so I, I think I'm going to have to stop him. Dickens said, I was going to welcome Liverpool, but now he's going home with a bandage on his head. I see him getting my arm raised and getting this win in front of a crazy crowd here in Liverpool. Good luck to them all. Elsewhere, we're going to see a 28-year-old Cuban star rising up the charts. He's undefeated, super lightweight, Kevin Haler-Brown. He's a 1-0, one, oh, one knockout, 
But he'll be back in action also this Saturday at the Creve Royale Resort. That's down in Orlando, Florida. Uh, he recently defected from uh, Cuba, uh, and he'll battle Adriano Porfiriano Ramirez, 12-4, a rough and rugged warrior from the Dominican Republic. Um, said Brown, I came to America to become the next Cuban boxing sensation. Uh, I have only one goal in my mind, and that's to destroy every opponent that steps in the ring with me. Ramirez is considered a dangerous opponent for me, but these are the types of opponents I'm looking for. A victory on Saturday will catapult me up the rankings. So uh, let's see some action, I believe. Uh, let's see if there's any other quotes here. Eh, okay, fair enough. No, 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 not so much, but there's a decent uh, series of photos on Boxing247.com. I invite you to go along, have a, have a look, and also read a few other quotes that are on there as well. Uh, elsewhere, tomorrow night, uh, Dan Under, uh, New, New Zealand-born Australian, Chernika Johnson, will make her world title defense in the undisputed world title rematch uh, on on the undercard of uh, Devin Hayden, George Combosa. So this is coming up, uh, not tomorrow night. It'll be coming up shortly, though. Uh, I'm jumping ahead of myself with respect to upcoming events, but here we go. What the heck? Uh, Johnson, uh, who won the title back in April when she defeated a highly uh, credentiated Mexican boxer, Melissa Esquivel. Johnson won the fight by close majority decision. Uh, currently, Miyamoto, who we've had on the show quite often, is ranked number eight in the IBF, currently uh, chasing world title shot against Trinika Johnson. And uh, Trinika Johnson, by the way, is going up against um, uh, Susie, Susie Ramadan. So there's some, some good fights going on uh, down under as well. I thought for sure. Let me just double check. Um, see if it's on here anywhere. Let me just double check. Because I'm, I'm such a pro, just like Natalie Brown. I uh, where is Devin Haney? Devin Haney's October twelfth. Fair enough. All righty, let's have a quick look here elsewhere. October twenty second, Ernesto Mercado is going to face Jason Velez for the NABA Silver Title. Widely considered the hidden gem of the lightweight division, Ernesto Tito Mercado, 7-0, seven knockouts, who has a perfect record of seven wins, all by wave knockout, is stepping up in competition, facing former world title contender Jason Velez, 39-1, by the way, 21 knockouts. The 10-round bout will serve as the co-main event of the RED Boxing Promotions, uh, California Education Performing Arts Center in Ontario, California. And as I said, they'll be fighting for the NABA silver title. Uh, good for them. Uh, there's no mention of other fighters on that particular card. So we'll uh, wait for another uh, press release or more news from Boxing247.com. Uh, coming up as well, we're going to see Zelfa Barrett, who will face Shaz Katsavon Rakimanov for the vacant IBF Super Featherweight World title on a huge night of World Championship Boxing at the... Etihad Arena in Abu Dhabi. That's in the UAE on Saturday, November 5th, uh, to be shown live on the zone, excluding South Korea. Uh, Joe Cordina, who was set to make his first defense of his IBF world title at the stacked undercard of Dimitri Bivol's WBA light heavyweight world title clash with Mexico's Gilberto Zura Ramirez. Uh, but the Welshman suffered a hand injury that required surgery and was subsequently stripped of his title by the IBF. Uh, Manchester's Barrett, 28-1, and 1, 
is ranked number two with the IVF and is next in line to fight for the famous red and gold belt against the IVF's number one ranked super featherweight, Rachimov. Six, 16, 0 and 1 with 13 knockouts. Who gets a second opportunity to fight for the 130-pound crown? Um, quick look here. Uh, oh, Olympic gold medal star Galal Yafai, 2-0, will defend his WBC international flyweight title against Mexico's Mexico's Gohan Garcia, 12-1-1. The pair were originally slated to meet on the now-postponed Chris Eubank, Conor Ben undercard in London, but we'll look to lock horns a month later on this historic Champion Series event in uh, UAE. Also, Kalyafai, uh, the older brother of Galal, fights for the first time since losing his WBA Super Flyweight World Title to modern great Roman uh, Chocolatito Gonzalez at the Ford Center at the Star Frisco back in February 2020. Um, lightweight prospect Campbell Hatton, 8-0, son of British boxing legend Ricky Hatton, goes for his fourth win of 2022 after notching wins over Joe Ducker at the 02 in February, Escal Garez at Manchester in April, and most recently, Michael Dufek at Sheffield. Super featherweight Akib Faiz 9-0 fights outside the UK for the first time as a pro when he meets Spain's Diago Valtierra, 6-5-2. Over eight rounds, plus his action for Dubai super featherweight Fahad Al-Blushi, who's 10-1, by the way. Uh, Dubai lightweight Majid Abnabji, 7-0, and undefeated EA, UAE super flyweight Sultan Al-Nomi, 8-0, by the way. Wow, good stuff on this card. It's amazing to be fighting for the IBF super featherweight uh, world title in Abu Dhabi on a big show, said Barrett. I feel like it's deserved. I had a world title eliminated last year, and I'm ranked number two in the world with the IBF. I've been in the gym, and I've always uh, said that I'm two fights away from being the world champion. I beat Bruno Torimo, and then I beat uh, Farouk Kobanov. So now I'm here, and it's my time to shine. Um, right, so that's all going to take place, as I said, November 3rd, did I say? November 5th. November 5th, down the Etihad Arena in Abu Dhabi, United Arab Emirates. Good stuff. Righty, uh, one last story here. Um, James Savage Hagler Jr., who we know uh, is a grandson of the legendary Marvin Marvelous Hagler, is going to fight Scott Bombs Lampert on November 23rd. Wow. Jimmy Farrell fight night. Atlanta light heavyweight James Savage Hagler Jr., the grandson of the late, great, marvelous Marvin Hagler, returns to New England to fight Scott Bombs Lampert on Thanksgiving Eve in America, Wednesday, November 23rd, in a four-rounder co-featured event on the inaugural Jimmy Farrell Fight Night car presented by Granite Chin Promotions at the Bridgewater Veterans Club in Bridgewater, Massachusetts. The Pro-Am card will pay tribute to the late Farrell, the highly respected trainer from Quincy, Massachusetts, who recently passed away after a long battle of cancer. May he rest in peace. A share of the proceeds will also be donated to the old colony hospice. Hagler, who sports a record of 3-1, and one, um, fought for the first time in the Bay State this past May in Dedham, Massachusetts, when he defeated Heiter Margarita Margarit, 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 Sienra. Wow. 
This is getting tougher by the day. By way of a four-round unanimous decision, Bridgewater is only seven miles from Brockton, where Hall of Famer Hagler lived and fought out of, during his marvelous reign. Every time I fight, Hagley Jr. said, my opponent is at his best because of my last name. They get bragging rights if they beat me. They get in the spotlight. I make sure I always bring my A game. I'm always fighting my opponent's best. I'm not going to play with him. I won't be taking him lightly. He'll be this best like all my opponents who know they can make a name by beating me. It's exciting for you to be fighting so close to Brockton, closer than my last fight in Massachusetts. I call Brockton my second home. I was there a lot as a kid, visiting my grandfather, and I played football for a year at Dean College. Hagler's opponent, uh, Lampert, is psyched to be fighting Hagler, saying, I love it. You couldn't watch his grandfather fight and not be a Hagler fan. I think it's cool. The only problem is it's hard for, for my family and friends to go watch me fight on Thanksgiving Eve in Bridgewater. Lampert, by the way, is from Dover Plains in New York. But it's going to be bombs away, he said. They call me bombs for a reason. I got my nickname from my original coach, John Bombs Carlo. I'm his protege, but that's also my style. I've also trained at Champs Gym in Danbury, Connecticut. I want a dog fight, just like most of my fights. Exciting and violent. <laughs> Good for him. Uh, quickly, also on that card, the, the uh, main event is a six-round confrontation between Anthony, the gentle savage, and Yossi, 3-2. Uh, out of Swansea and Woburn's Julian Black Dragon Baptiste, four and two, for the vacant Massachusetts State Welterweight Championship. Uh, fighting on the pro undercard in four rounds uh, is Brockton heavyweight Kirk Wilmot. Did I say another heavyweight? Versus uh, Akia Prote. And pro debuting Brockton junior welterweight Stephen Davis faces an opponent to be determined. Uh, additional pro matches, by the way, as well as an amateur portion of the card, will soon be announced by our friends down at Granite Chin. Look forward to that. Quick look through uh, DraftKings here, just to see if there's any wild and wicked changes. Have A lot of the fighters heavily favored. Oh, a close one here uh, coming up tomorrow. Um, oh my gosh, why did I say this? Abdullah Mayweather versus Cesar Mateo Tapia. Too close to call. Liam Paro versus Brock Jarvis, close to call. Uh, a lot of heavy favorites, a lot of heavy favorites with respect to those women that are fighting, with the exception of Michaela Mayer, who is favored but not heavily favored against Alicia Baumgartner. Um, Jazza Dickens is favored over Lorado Diamini. Uh, Pete McGrail is heavily favored over Alexander Espinoza. Uh, Clarissa Shields is slightly favored over Savannah Marshall. Um, couple of other names scrolling through this super duper long list wow uh Janika johnson is is quite favored over susie ramadan that i mentioned earlier um let's see if there's anyone else i recognize here an awful lot of names tomorrow's going to be a heavy 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 day of fighting uh gary antonio russell is favored over emmanuel rodriguez uh jason maloney's heavily favored over noah fun kakani uh, Frank Sanchez, heavily favored over Carlos Negron. Caleb Plant is favored over Anthony Durrell by quite a margin. And Deontay Wilder is favored over Robert Helenius. But like I say, I should put my money on Robert Helenius here on this one because I've been saying it a lot. Just one shot to Wilder's head and he's toast. I'm telling you. 
uh, in, a, in a fight coming up that I mentioned earlier, Devin Haney is quite heavily favored over George Camposis Jr. at the moment. Uh, and also fighting later on in the month of October, uh, Katie Taylor, heavy favorite over Karen Karabajal. Oh, by the way, let me, one quick mention here. Absolutely even odds on the Jake Paul Anderson Silva fight. Flip a coin, flip a coin. Put your money where your mouth is. But uh, Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva, wow, that is really too close to call. Even I won't call it. I don't know. I might tonight on the Friday night panel where I'll see you at 7 p.m. Eastern time with Mike Orr, Tim Witherspoon, and a whack of other people I believe are showing up. And uh, to be preceded at 4 p.m. by Knuckle Up, again featuring uh, Mike Orr and Cedric Ben. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and we'll see you later on. Thank you.